For over a thousand years, Western civilization has been stuck in a dark age of sexual repression and misinformation. We get an oversexed overload from the media, but nothing in the way of honest, helpful, practical information on sex and how to do it right. That sucks, and I'm fucking sick of it. My name's JV Althoras, and I've spent a couple decades learning everything I can about how to have amazing sex and more of it. Not in a classroom like a lot of people who talk about sex. I learned it all in the gutter, right where mom told me I'd end up. It's my mission to bring an end to the sexual dark age with brutally honest talk and education on all aspects of sex and sexuality, in an atmosphere that will keep you entertained without treating you like an idiot. Shara and I are not doctors, certifiable perhaps, but not certified in any way. And that means we don't have to talk about vaginas and penises to maintain academic credibility. You got a problem with a vagina? Call a gynecologist. You want to learn more about pussies and cocks and how to make them happy? You've come to the right place. Greetings and welcome to episode 65. What follows is an unedited live recording of an amazing discussion group that we had with the Life on the Swing Set crew and a whole bunch of other naked people on Thursday of our Week at Desire. Hopefully you guys have as much fun listening as we had recording. All right, so this is this is sort of ending the sexual dark age on the swing set again. Exactly. Yeah. Which we can't do enough times, by the way. No, we can't. It's so true. But this is better. Yes. Because it's not just JV, Shara, Miko, myself. It's a bevy of naked people. <laughs> and no, everything's better with naked. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, take it off. Come on, go. What, what, what music is that? We need a YouTube channel. stripper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you keep your hat on? Careful. Watch it. Don't. Yeah, you almost got something up your ass you weren't expecting. That straw almost went right up her ass. Hopefully, there's not going to get pressure. That could have been bad. Maybe I wanted to get drunk really fast and dangerous. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's like a coffee and a different. That's a mudslide. <laughs> it's a mudslide. Which would have been oddly appropriate. I know. All right, so we are here. Mudslide extra dirty. Desire Resort and Spa. Fuck yeah. With a whole lot of people. This is a discussion podcast. We have no official topic. We're going to talk about everything and anything. Wait, do most of your shows have topics? <laughs> <laughs> oh. you, you know, hey, you needed to go to lunch, right, Prof? Prof has a story he needs to tell. So, welcome, welcome to uh, ending the sexual dark age on the swing set. In fucking paradise. In fucking paradise. Yes! <laughs> Emphasis on the fucking. In fucking paradise. Yeah, I thought I, I, thought I went to Thank you. So, Prof, you have a story to tell. Yes, we have, Is that how we're starting this off? Well, why not? You have you have a place to be. So many great stories this week, but this is one we wanted to make sure we got before he has to go. Gotcha, gotcha. This is a shout out to JV. Well, okay. And he is the right way, there. You let can me, use. Let me just let me say, JV and Shara, totally awesome fucking people. Awesome yeah. fucking people. As far as uh, well, that's that's how that's how the pen comes rolls. As far as all of the awesome people who come, sharing kink, wearing it on your sleeve, making it accessible to people, very very cool. So those. Folks that have listened to the podcast for a while know that Ginger and I periodically, as time allows, get to that little kinky place. Okay. Oh, <laughs> occasionally. Occasionally, as time allows. And so the other night, 
um, knowing <laughs> that uh, we had already from some other fun kinky friends, thank you, shout out to Duncan, had uh, a spreader bar on loan to us. Yes, that was awesome when you pulled that out. It was a, a, a travel spreader mm -hmm. bar. Well, it came up yeah. on one of the a travel chat spreader things. Bar. It's like, we need to make one. No, no, you don't. Yeah. 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 And, and Duncan's all, I got this. I got this. I, wanted, I, I, I seriously yeah, wanted yeah. to try before I buy, okay? So Ginger was in the spreader bar. That's how, that's how he approaches uh, couples also. Oh, I see. He has to take them on a test run. Is that okay, so if you haven't listened to the last podcast, Cooper is having a vacation of, of amogging me right now. And, you know, I, I, I kind of like it. I don't know. It feels good. <laughs> I, I figured, Prof, I figured if I was going to get you attracted to me, what I had to do was think like the professor <laughs> and, and really, really just go. For it. That'll get you stranded on a fucking island. What's that gonna do for you? Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. How smart is the that, professor? He couldn't get these people off of the island. He will build me a coconut. He'll build the energy. <laughs> well, that would be impressive. But anyway, please continue. Bob. So, uh, as Ginger and I are getting our kink on in this fun, sexy, beautiful place with a borrowed spreader bar and every fucking toy that I brought. I had, a, I had a kink emergency because I ran out of shit and I still had You might want to specify that. I ran out of implements. Oh, implements. I ran yeah. out of things that I could use. I mean, if that's, if that's your kink, that's fine. Yeah, we, we are not shaming that kink. To, to, just um, to do things that I needed to do to her. And I seriously looked over at the clock. I was making Ginger keep her eyes closed for the entire time. Okay, she followed me around the room. To the, have you ever seen a woman walk in a spreader bar? It's kind of sexy, <laughs> you know. Not awkward, you know. It's a little awkward, but it's still very sexy. So she's walking around the room in a spreader bar with her eyes closed. I'm making sure she doesn't run into stuff. Sure. Thinking to myself, you know, can I, can I flog her with a phone? Like, what, what else do I have in the room to use? And Taking the pictures off the wall. The shower curtain. And I looked yeah. at the clock, and it was five o'clock in the morning. All right, it was that time when I thought this is a kink emergency. I know the sexy kinky people who have toys to keep us up for another day are literally like 20 feet away upstairs. Yes, yeah. indeed. <laughs> Really, you just bang on the ceiling. Yeah. I had that moment of, of existential crisis where I said, do I interrupt these lovely people's sexy vacation and sleep time? <laughs> to trouble. Or, <laughs> to trouble yes. or do I simply continue to make do with my hand? Oh, ginger. <laughs> <laughs> this is no, hot, no, just to uh, enhance the theater of the mind, uh, Prof is now slapping Ophelia here. In the knee. On the knee. Who is, who is lebbing it very much. Tongue effects. Yeah, excellent. Foley. Tongue effects. Tongue effects. And I will just say I chose poorly. I did not go for the kink emergency ripcord Help me out, JV and yes. Chara. And that was a legit emergency. Yeah. When we were sleeping, so but I, we wouldn't have cared. So I mentioned him the next day. And I just there is a Boobuzela in our, in our group. And here. I said, you know, I, I, I want to disclose 
as a fellow gangster what happened to me and just get some advice for the next time and JV said yeah, come knock on the fucking door. No matter what time. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, hey, he said, come and knock on our door. Not. We've been waiting for you. They would not. So the, the other part of this story, which makes it even better. So we did not hear about this until the evening the next day in the hot tub. Uh, so that day, the following morning, we were hanging out on our beach bed. And again, they are directly downstairs from us. So our, our beach bed was right ahead of their terrace. So we come out and we're laying on the beach, hanging out, and we see housekeeping go into their room. And you know, we're hanging, oh my God, Dios well, yeah. mio! So they, they, so we go get a drink and some something to eat and come back to the beach bed. And housekeeping is still in their room. They were still putting it back together. We go into the ocean to swim for a while, come back out, order a drink, drink it, and housekeeping is still in their room. So our part of the conversation started with, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> and he was like, well, let me tell you. Yeah. They right. party like rock stars. I know, that, I know that many people, all of you sexy people here, have the same experience, which is, if there was ever a time when you had video producers documenting what you do and your fun, get your kink on, get your sex on, we would all be multi-millionaire YouTube you porn rock stars, right? <laughs> so it was one of those moments, and yes, it might have taken a little bit of time to get the room back together. The 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 housekeeping staff is being appropriately tipped, uh, tipped. <laughs> not monetarily. Clarify that. Monetarily Yes. So thank you for letting me offer that. Hey, no. Thank you, prop. It's Jerry time. It's your it's your cameo on the spinoff over here. Yeah. I love that it's like the kink version of going to your neighbor's house to ask for a couple of sugar. Excuse me, sir, can I get a cup of flogger? How about a cup of pain? <laughs> cup of pain is an excellent awesome. band name also. Well, well, we did have yesterday a great line at the flogging yeah. session, which was, I'm baking a cake with my two favorite ingredients, pain and in your ass. ass. <laughs> That strikes me as the kind of thing The Rock might be cooking. <laughs> <laughs> With an eyebrow thrown in. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so thank you, bro. Yes. yes, thank you very much for sharing, and thank you for improving our day with that story the first and time and the second time. I, I will do better next time. <laughs> when we, we have our we have our tweet MVPs here. Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. is it okay? Sure. Yeah. Doctor and his sexy thing. Oh, absolutely. They have tweeted more. On, I tweet a lot. In desire, they have tweeted more in like three days than I have tweeted in the entire trip. Yeah, we have been making a genuine effort to tweet more. I mean, we sit down kind of like you do. At least once a day, we yeah. sit down and now uh, we try to we try to tweet the cool stuff, the sexy stuff, the fun stories. But this guy, oh my is God. like lightning thumbs. I mean, I, he asked if it was okay if he live tweeted the flogging. That's what the demo. sexy thing said. Yeah. <laughs> lightning thumbs. We said yes, and then we were in, you know we were kind of doing what we were doing, and then I went back and looked at his Twitter feed later, and I saw shit I didn't even remember saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny I said the same thing. Because I went after that, and I, well, 
to catch, just, just to see if I'm missing anything, I'll put the has, hashtag. Well, yeah, because you don't want to miss anything. Because you don't want to miss no. anything. And it's tough because I came in in the middle and I'm, I'm like off kilter a little bit. Well, so, everybody wants to get you caught up. That's right. <laughs> That's the benefit. You have two days, okay? <laughs> so officially, thank you very it. much for, yeah. for being an archivist yeah. and helping to share yeah. this. Yeah, so yeah. I was going, and it was the SS... Uh, desire hashtag, hashtag was desire. all you. <laughs> and I went through, and I actually said that to Ron, and I was like, I don't even remember somebody saying, who said that? What was I doing? <laughs> and as someone who's often known for flooding yes. the, the Twitter feed, I, uh, my hat impressed. comes off to you. I, I have purposely you stepped back because it's my too much like off. So yeah. I know I'm I should be, but. Also, separating, my, separating myself from my phone separates me from being a parent right now. Yeah, so, okay, so, so the first two days, I actually left the phone in mm. the room because then I'm like too much. Like, is everything, is everything okay? Yeah. yeah. So you just got to disconnect those apps. Uh, uh, it's hard. Honestly, just leave only leave only leave uh, sexy apps yeah. open. Like only yeah. Twitter. Although the one the one buzzkill was laying on the beach bed yeah. and getting the phone call from my kid's school oh. Oh. while I was on the, the only. And did I you had, say, do you know <laughs> you where know. I am? Well, I did. Yes. Well, that was, it was fun. It was the first time I had I had brought it with me. Yeah. It had been in the room for like a day and a half, but I wanted to check up on social media. And you've learned your lesson. And learned my lesson, and it rang. And I was like, oh. And I was like, okay. I was like, hello. And I was like, oh, well, your son's not doing well. Oh, okay, oh, do you think he needs oh, yeah, it? I was like, yeah. well, can you come pick yeah. him up? Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not really there right I, now. I'm sort of in Mexico. <laughs> You're sort of right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm naked on the beach. It did feel Would weird. Would you please just maybe take care of this problem? Big Brown, this isn't a video phone. <laughs> <laughs> when I leave the orgy, maybe I can you just give him some Vicodin? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, right. he probably doesn't need anything oh, too serious. He didn't. My, the people taking care of my kids calling. at home. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to FaceTime right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was we we Skype from our room, and that was difficult because I was getting ready in a little bit. No. So one of the things, JV, uh, we were talking about what we really wanted to do on this podcast is is open it up to all the people who are here mm -hmm. uh, because this place is so unique, and I keep talking about it, but it doesn't really matter at this point you've heard me talk about what desire means to me so i want to start to hear what desire means to you honestly if i had to start with someone i'd put her on the spot and ask the birthday girl yesterday's birthday girl <laughs> what desire meant to you oh, yesterday um that is a packed question so i'll try to keep it short i've been talking about this with multiple people and i think that Ultimately, that, well, you know, I'm a promiscuous talker. She's other promiscuous talker. I, I think that yesterday we um, saw a number of firsts. So um, we saw Cooper being pegged, which yes. was fantastic. Well, thank you. It was, um, I, I also enjoyed it. <laughs> we could see. I think he's still shaking. Um, yeah. We also, Ginger and the Prof taught a group of us how to use the sex wing, which is now a new thing in our repertoire. Nice. Um, it was intimidating to look at, but it's actually quite simple once you actually are taught by experts. Um, and then we went to the flogging demo and saw our first scene and asked a lot of really very beginner questions and got really thoughtful and um, coherent answers, which I sometimes find hard to give about my own likes and dislikes so I, I really appreciated how good everyone is here at opening up and being 
extremely sharp and insightful about how they got to where they are and what they like about what they do and I think all, all together the fact that it was a very educational day for me what besides just the learning experience there was a very emotional aspect to this of being allowed into people's very personal and private inner workings and being so honored and so flattered that people would allow us to participate in the things that they love and I as a voyeur appreciate that on a number of levels both physically and emotionally it was very meaningful and it has as I, I've been talking to people it, I'm still unpacking a lot of it but I think sure. it has sort of changed my life to see this happening and see how open people are it's, it's, it's I'm very happy I came. This has been the best birthday since the Fuck first you, one. Tony <laughs> the first one I needed to get here. Yeah, but. that was important. <laughs> so thank you, all of you. Thank you all for sharing. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Sure. Awesome. I think that's one thing that, especially since it was such an educational day yesterday, yeah. that it goes to show that it's not just the people who are on the stage. It's right. not just Jen and Prof and, and Coop and everybody who's used to speaking every one of us here that had something to contribute from their own experience no matter what level no one sat there and went well i have only been doing this for if they had some kind of contribution with an experience they could help somebody who was coming from zero they went ahead and did it the the the, the flogging demonstration was the, the community teaching yes. not just you know awesome you know jamie and char doing their thing but everybody from their different perspectives. And it's great because no matter what you're doing here, you get to see everyone's way of doing it is differently. And it's all about what makes you feel good and what the person you're doing it with. So I think it makes it a lot less scary. It can be overwhelming, but a lot less scary. Yeah. Your community taught you yesterday, and that's awesome. Agreed. And um, I think it's also good because we have, you know, a lot of <laughs> false and, you know, arbitrary and artificial distinctions within this community and and as somebody said yesterday at the I'm being told where to hold the microphone it's very hard um, choke up on it that's right uh, as somebody had a great line at the flogging demo yesterday which was that you know within this sort of alternative lifestyle or whatever you want to call it you know we're a big family and some of our cousins are into some stuff that seems pretty weird to us sometimes but ultimately we're all part of one family and it's it's important to be reminded of that sometimes so who else would like to share i would like to share that i can see the prop of flogging yes. ginger by oh the i see why ginger's not on this podcast <laughs> she's getting flogged across the lobby <laughs> Her ass, actually. <laughs> to be fair, I did tell Prof that he had to practice. Oh no! Okay. And I think he may have taken that very seriously. I see. Very I, see. Yeah. I was told somebody was going to get lunch. That's fine. Hey, that, that, is, that is a Maybe form of sustenance. All right. Yeah. All right. Just pointing it out. She's so, whipping up her appetite. <laughs> who has something else that they'd like to share with uh, with our listeners about things they've learned about themselves, things they've seen, things they're feeling? I, oh. Just hold it, hold it down about uh, chest. chest. Yeah, right, right about there. You're, you're good, right there. <laughs> so Nipple was, area. 
Okay, we need to take a break from ending the sexual dark age on the swing set. We will be back with more group discussion live from Desire Resort and Spa. Welcome back to ending the sexual dark age on the swing set. What I would say is this has been a very short time turnaround for us. We're less than a year and I have severe anxiety disorder. So this is helping me to teach and learn through my therapy on how to become more comfortable with people. It's PTSD. Yeah. So it's been a, it's been a huge step for me coming here, but it's been a very comfortable step and thank you. And to realize how friendly Kind of a story by proxy for somebody who's story by proxy yes, who I'm sure would share it if he was here. Uh, the other day, I was uh, while we were watching Ginger Prof's room get cleaned, uh, <laughs> as you do, yes, exactly. Um, I was I happened to strike up a conversation with some folks we'd already talked to over by the restaurant, and we were just talking about how awesome this place is because we spent a lot of time this week talking with everyone here about what a great time we're having, which in itself is kind of the hallmark of an excellent experience, yes. Uh, but uh, he said, you know, we've you know we've gone lots of places. We've gone to hedonism. This is our third or fourth time here, but first time with this group. And being here with this group is unlike anything else we've ever done. You know, he has some anxiety issues similar to yours, and uh, he said this is the only time in my life I've ever felt anxious about something and been able to mention it to anyone else who's on this trip and get yeah. positive reinforcement and get told, you know, what what the fuck are you talking about? You know, you're doing great. And he said, I can't get that at the fucking Hilton. I can't get it anywhere else. <laughs> well, maybe the fucking Hilton, but not the Hilton. But not right, the not the regular. Yeah, not regular. Not the every day. That was a direct quote, though. So, go by So, so you asked, what does desire mean to you? And for me, it's being human. I can come here. I can be naked. I can be proud of myself, proud of my body. Um, I can set aside all of my inhibitions and be myself who I might not be able to be at work or sure. around my family or around my children. I can be me and being me is being human. And I think everybody else here is being a true human, true to yourself sexually, true to yourself personally. Um, you know, you do what you want to do and people here aren't judgmental. We can be free and open and we're doing so in an oasis. It's gorgeous here, it's beautiful. It so we, we can be humans and we can do it in an atmosphere that's just absolutely fantastic and that's what desire is for me it's a space outside the world I've always felt the desire exists in sort of the margins of reality where it's it's this place that's not like anything else and everybody can talk about anything else they've experienced in other places similar to it but everybody who's been to desire and have been to those other places they always say without question that desire is the one you know, Hedo is a thing we do sometimes. Desire is the place we want to be. And that's really what's amazing about this place. And it does exist outside of space, outside of time, in, in a special little bubble that only happens to exist on this peninsula in, uh, in Mexico. And can I just add one little thing to that, especially with the bot? I have been on vacation maybe 10 times. I have never once worn a bikini. Oh, and here I'm here. You're naked. My, oh, yes. <laughs> and it's like, you look great. <laughs> <laughs> I, seriously, I've gone on vacation and, and I've never even worn a bikini before. 
or because I, you know, I'm uncomfortable and whatever. So it, it's been uh, it it it's been 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 You're gorgeous. That's the group. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and when, when, I, when we say that's the group, I don't take credit for this group. Somehow I managed to tap into a vein of awesome, and I've just been extracting ever since. It's, this is the, these people that, that come on this trip, and every time we've got the returning people, and then we've got the people they told about it, and the people who've been told about it from other people and said, well, we have to join, or the people who have seen us on other trips as part of another group and been like, well, they they look like they're having a lot of fun. We should join that group. So it's it's totally the people that are here that make this work. And something I want to say, I mean just on the topic also on the topic of being comfortable, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, impose on you, Shara, to tell your story of getting comfortable here on the first day. Um, but you know, the, uh, we have talked back and forth with people back home, you know, tweeted, and there are a lot of people who are very, very hesitant to come to a clothing optional resort because they are, they are concerned that, you know, you're going to be checked to see if you're a model when you're walking right. in the door, and if you're not, you're going to be excluded from things. Right. And, you know, the one thing I try to stress to everybody, and as we do our follow-up shows after we get home, you know, this is a place where average people come to be naked and have naked friends and great naked times. And you don't have to be beautiful, you don't have to be ripped. It doesn't make you excluded because the people, at least the people we come here with, are fucking awesome. They're fucking awesome. So, tell us about the first day, Shara. Well, I was, we, our businesses, you know, been very stressful. Uh, we've grown in, in huge amounts in a short period of time and had to hire a bunch of people before we were leaving and our foreman had a heart attack. It's just been crazy. And, um, we were nervous if he wasn't going to be here, be there to run things, how we were going to get away. And I said, you know what, we're going. But yeah. I was nervous about going because when we opened our doors, I was a size two, and that was 13 years ago. And um, so I was nervous because the stress I put weight on. And so I was very, very stressful. But everybody, <laughs> sorry, has been so open and so giving. And I just feel so at home here. It's, Everybody, every, there's not a single person here that, I, I, I mean, I admit I had four or five Bloody Marys when I arrived. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was, we all we have four or five I took off my clothes, which is very difficult for me, but everybody has made me feel, you know, very welcomed and kissing and hugging and yeah. got invited to my first orgy, which I've never been to one, and we're going to do one tonight at our place, so anybody wants to stop by? I've never had one, it's a bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that it, those are huge first for me, you know. Uh, I never got to watch somebody pull Cooper's hair before. <laughs> and, you know, that I, was I like a to accommodate people. <laughs> that was a Well, that's why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Watching all this these different things that I, you know, as ending the sexual dark age, our whole thing is ending people judging other people. And here... And I, people judging themselves. Yes, yeah. yes. And here, I have felt so comfortable. I didn't... I quit judging myself. Yeah. You know, I did. And it's absolutely amazing. <laughs> Everybody here has changed my life one way or another forever. And so, thank you. because it was nice to have a kindred spirit in this thought, because it's been a really hard year for me. We went 
to the bottom financially, my husband lost his job. In that time, the stress, I gained a lot of weight. And it was really hard to feel like me this year. I moved, I'm separated from my husband physically because he works in another state now. Thankfully, I moved to a place where I have lots of support because I've got Cooperophilia <laughs> helping me out and everybody else there, but it's hard. I don't feel like me. The, the person who was confident and sexy and felt like taking their clothes off and doing things, yeah. coming here was terrifying because it's really hard for me to look at myself in the mirror because I don't like what I see. It's not me. It's not who I, wa you know, who I was. And there was a moment, and this is what Coop was giving me a hard time, was like, there may be um, a lot of the time where I'm in my hotel room because it's social anxiety. It's hard for me to like, I can talk a lot to a microphone. I do this education-wise very easy, um, but when it starts to become more personal one-on-one, -on -one, it gets harder. But the very first day I was here, where I was ready to hide everything, I felt like I can expose more. No, I haven't gotten completely naked, as everybody can it's see. Okay. I'm the only one with, with a dress here. But well, we got to see your tits yesterday. But yes, <laughs> I actually went into the hot tub without, you know, it's like little by little. I felt a lot more comfortable with myself here than I had expected. And it is, it's everyone makes you feel really good when you're yes. here. It is a, an awesome group of people. Yes. I mean, I just cannot say that enough. And the hotel staff too. The oh, yeah. staff are yeah, awesome. I mean, you know, you need something, you just tell them and you know, they see you all naked and they don't care, you know. <laughs> yeah. they, they, you don't feel uncomfortable. I mean, oh, breakfast is being served in my room and I don't care. You know? <laughs> right. I'm usually like the first one to put a robe on or something, yeah. you know. But um, and, and I even even when I was a size two, I was like nervous about my body and that mm -hmm. and that's all thanks to J V. He's you know, turned me totally around on that and very loving and giving to me all the time. But it I Yeah, really I'm not agree. one to normally just in an intimate setting, yes, but not this. Right. Even at my thinnest, this would have been very hard. Exactly. I've, I've been very insecure, you know, my entire life. So Every, I get that. Everybody here. And she made it, and she's gorgeous. Yeah. And she's not judging people and loving everybody and listening to everybody's stories everybody has one you know it's interesting because even though this is a sexual experience for many people when you're sitting in the hot tub with a bunch of people you're not necessarily talking about sexual work you might have somebody doing a threesome over there and you know whatever <laughs> but you're, there are so many people talking about so many other things mm -hmm. and it's just awesome I mean and I, I have to thank you Cooper because even though like you said you, you were just you know, the catalyst perhaps that got everything going, but if it wasn't for you to step up to the plate to do that, there are, you know, you are just a wonderful, you know. Yeah, yeah. Super, you, you set know. the tone. Mm -hmm. I think that's important, <laughs> the tone of acceptance. I mean, you You're brought the all these wonderful people together. And so, kudos to you because really, And gives and gives and gives. And she, you do. You, she steps right up there when there's an education thing going on, and it's not even her job to do it. You get up there and you're showing everybody. And I'm not the only one that says that, but you. No, everybody's been saying. You know, yeah, you yeah. give and give and give and give, and I just hope you are receiving and receiving. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, because you are wonderful. I, am doing I was just, I was just going to say that, you know, 
I'm not sure whether it's happened yet, but Ophelia put something out at the meet and greet at the beginning of the, the week, and I think she's still re waiting to receive some of that. It'll happen. So. It'll happen. Yes, she yeah, is still waiting so for some ladies so, with, uh, oh with strap-ons. <laughs> yes. It's going to happen. Don't worry. It will happen. <laughs> we need to make sure. Don't worry. I didn't bring mine, but I have I didn't. Yeah. We have extras, too. We have, our, we have our best people on top of them. <laughs> <laughs> Women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, your, your pronunciation of that was very yeah. odd. And Ophelia, I was women. Indiana Jones. Jones. Top, top men. men. It was top women. I know. It's a geek reference. Uh, so it is a geek reference. I think that's what you want to set up. It was wonderful because I've never had a strap on. Who, you know. Quit being quiet, Charlie. But. Something I've only had one on once or twice, and it is so empowering. <laughs> it's amazing. I didn't expect it actually when I put it on. I was like, Oh my god, I want to fuck things. This is what it's like having a cock all the time. I have a cock 24 7, and I'm telling you, I want to fuck things all the time. And I hear that it's empowering. My desire is to be fucked by somebody with a strap on I'm I don't know that I want yeah. to be wearing the strap on but yeah. I want to be fucked by somebody with, you know <laughs> but that's a new thing for me I until I got here that wasn't really sure mm -hmm. I, it was the first day and I saw somebody you know another couple and I was like Oh, JP, this this place tends to give you ideas it does. on on yes. things that you might not normally do. Yes. That that a sexy man with a beard would talks you, would you into. Would you like to talk about it? You seem to want to, but but poor Damien over here has been standing there holding a recorder, waiting for his chance. Can I say chance. one more thing about the strap-on, though? I give all the credit to guys because it is a freaking workout. <laughs> So anyone who listened to the podcast last year heard me become speechless and break down in tears. My goal is not to have that happen this time. Hashtag not going to cry. But, 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 but I had a great conversation at the lobby bar with someone uh, yesterday, which in it, in it itself is a, a testament to uh, the this group and that there are so many great conversations that have yeah. gone in and we haven't been to desire a lot outside of this group but we have been and uh, and that particular group was just so incredibly homogenous in their expectations this is what they were here for this was how it was going to go this is what you needed to do you know 2 p.m. every day in the pool with the bottle of tequila. That was the thing, right? You know, it's like, and I'm not, not denigrating them. You know, if that's what you want to do, that's great. But the conversation I was having, the the person said, you know, we're all here for the same reason. And as we kind of unpacked that, he said, but not the same thing. Yeah. We're all here to be ourselves, to be our authentic selves. And I, you know, I think maybe it's the kink influence that is fairly prevalent in this group, but there's really kind of uh, that BDSM ethos of your thing is not 
necessarily my thing, but that's okay. And we're all here happy to watch each other indulge in the things that really turn us on and be authentic to ourselves. And I think that's a testament to the group. I, and it's, it's just truly blissful to be part of. I think that all of us, to some extent, um, have a little voice in our heads that tells us that we're not good enough and that we're not pretty enough. And I'm sure like Victoria's Secret models have this in their heads and they look at themselves and they think, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not sexy enough, I have this flaw or this other thing that I don't like. And I think that we have, and to some extent I think everybody in this group has sort of done that. We get to decide what our, um, what our biggest best currency is to the world. What it is that we have to offer the world in exchange for their love and desire and acceptance and whatnot. And I think everybody here has sort of decided their currency is not necessarily their looks, it's their brilliance, their generosity of spirit and body. People who are just very generous with themselves and their um, knowledge and their experience and that are willing to share that with the world or people who just are very confident and very sexy in their own bodies, no matter what their bodies look like, no matter how many kids they've had, no matter how many problems they have at home, they're here. And they get to decide that like, what defines me and what makes me sexy isn't the fact that I weigh 95 pounds and look like a wave. It's never gonna be that. Like, I think all of us at some point, I, I had to reach a level at a point in my life where I was like, I'm never gonna be super skinny. That's just not in my build, I'm not like, I don't have the bone structure for it. I'm never gonna be, you know, Carly Claus or Taylor Swift. I'm just gonna be the person that I am and that's the person that I have to work with, so I'm gonna make this work. God damn it. Sexy. <laughs> I think that's the best part of being with this group of people. Everybody is like working what they have to the best of their fucking ability and it's amazing and incredibly sexy. Incredibly just be surrounded. Sexy. And my big thing I've thought of the last year is I don't want to wake up at 80 and think I wasted all my life worrying about this and that and this and that. So I have to let it go and have some fun and and just be the person that I am. Yeah, because I am who I am. So, yeah. I want to say, um, usually when JB and I are having sex, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm very shy even with him about sitting on top and, and riding him and here has made a difference because <laughs> I was so so horny the other night. I've been really horny this whole trip I have to say. And, um, that's good, that's what we like to do. Oh I'm telling you, it's been, you know, so awful. Um, but anyway, so, been so horny and the other night we were I, I just we were just really getting into it and I just really got this like turned him around and said, I'm gonna ride him and I did and I and he's like, wow this is like that's not the, that's the third time in 13 years you've just climbed on top and said sit still <laughs> I'm driving I, I was still being submissive okay? yes you were I just wanted to sit still in all fairness because she's so adorable she asked for permission to ride me uh, <laughs> but I'm so um, shy about my body that even when I was a size 2 I was shy about my body this place has really changed.
a lot of that for me. Awesome. Because this is going to go out to both our podcast audiences, there's an observation that I have that's kind of a a follow-up on a tweet that you posted earlier this week, Coop. Uh, If you are, those out there in internet land, if you are considering opening up your relationship, this is a great place to consider it. Yeah. Because above and beyond all things, there are a lot of open-minded, sexy people here who will not ever try to push you into something you don't want to do or look down on you because, you know, you were invited to do something and turned it down. But on the same token, I have not asked someone if I could kiss them this week and been told no. (laughs) (laughs) And I've asked a lot. We we are are a lot of sluts. I I have to say, a lot of us are pretty slutty. I speak for myself to quite a degree. You speak for me too, that's fine. Wait, what? But yeah, it's uh, yeah. just it's just such a great atmosphere, you know, and if you're so if you are at home and if you're trying to figure out if non-monogamy is, it works for you, you can come here and spend a week naked in paradise where people aren't going to judge you yeah. and get some kisses in the hot tub. And if that works, maybe you get something more. If that doesn't work, at least you have a week to spend in paradise. And, and then you go back to your room and you have phenomenal Exactly. <laughs> so, and, and let me say, this is, this is our third year here. We've been here since the beginning, which has been amazing. <laughs> Since the beginning, since, yeah, yeah. You, you started out. and we plan to continue to be here every year. <laughs> I'm glad, and and I feel like it's it's really it's interesting because I feel like every year it just gets better and better and better, and I like really there's no one else to thank than the people who come and come and the people who <laughs> and are come, here and come and come and come and come and and the people who are here that make this this community here desire that we create when we're here together. Yes such an amazing community and i feel so honored and so lucky to be a part of this it's it's like what i've heard i'm i'm not a burner but everyone who goes to burning man tells tells me about the fact that the 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 black rock city does not exist except for at this one time and place in the world This does not exist with everybody without everybody who steps in Absolutely. and makes this community. This community is a pop-up source of uh, um, encouragement, enlightenment, uh, enthusiasm, confidence, uh, forgiveness, permission. It it'll, it shows us all that we can be flexible, that we can learn <laughs> new things about ourselves and others, th- people that we we've known forever. People that we just met, we can learn intimate things that you feel comfortable sharing because we are all in this together and we are all in this together in a way that no other vacation allows for us as grown-up people in the real world. When we go on vacation, we don't talk to the person in the next room from us unless we're actively trying to do something. (laughs) But here you talk to everybody. You talk to staff, you talk to each other, and you can start and end these conversations at any time and pick up right where you left off last year, right where you left off three years ago, and just you're back there again. And on the plus side, you never have to worry about it being too dusty in the hot tub. That's true. <laughs> yes. So, so that's my favorite part. That's why I'm here instead of burning my, my my housemate's Some of us a burner. Love the fly. <laughs> so, so my housemate's a burner, and she keeps saying like, "Oh, you should go to Burning Man. Like, it would be great." And I'm like, "Yes, 
I would love to go to Burning Man, but really, I have to choose between Burning Man and Desire, <laughs> and that is like such a hard choice, but I've already been to Desire, and it's been amazing, so I, I just have to keep planning to go there. <laughs> this this is Dylan's existential crisis right here. Yeah. 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 It's like, okay, I want to do both. I want to do both. You well, can. Yeah. You can. You, you can. just have to yeah, work it out the best that you can, but um, for the listeners out there, if you haven't been on a trip like this, I urge everybody out there to find a way to make it happen because it is just absolutely an awesome, awesome trip and, yeah. and it changes you. Like like you said, you don't you can engage yourself as much as you want to or not. The two, the couple can go off to their room back to by themselves if they want to, which we've done plenty of that. Or you can you know hang out with other people. It's it's completely open to whatever you want. And so if you're like you said, if you're not sure, for all those that are listening to our podcast they should try to make the time to come because it is absolutely phenomenal. And hearing it, every, listening to everybody and hearing everybody say it is one thing, but if you're hearing this many people talk about it, you should know that it is really an awesome There's something happening here. Right, it's, I, I, it's like, magical. There's there's something, and it's it's funny, like um, there's, there's never been a place where I've felt comfortable enough to perhaps let a certain person <laughs> Suck my cock. <laughs> a certain, a certain, a certain Bert guy. Is giggling and turning red. <laughs> and then, and that was last year. And then, and then, and then this year, um, there was an orgy. There was. And there were, and there were a couple of women sucking Cooper's cock. There, there were, and I appreciate you mentioning it. And, and so I'm like, well, you know, I might, I, I would consider it, but. There's no room, and then immediately, like, like oh, it was like the Red like Sea, the Red sea party. And there was like, oh, look, there's space, and I was like, well, and the ladies just went, well, here you go, yeah, and, and, yes, have some, and uh, and I was like, well, fuck it, why not? And and then it was it was just like making out with women with a cock in the middle. Of it. It was fine. And that and that's you know and that's something that like I haven't really felt comfortable exploring that anywhere else. And I've really only explored that here at Desire. And I still like I still feel I still identify as a straight man. But all of that being said, it's still fun and I still enjoy it. And this is the kind of place and the kind of community and support and love that you can get here that you really cannot get anywhere else. No. And I think you mentioned something there, Mark, that it's it's also when you know that somebody has something that they want done to them you kind of want to help them out in any way that you can because the people are so great here that you you know you say i, I want to make that happen for that person absolutely you know and so. he's been he's been basically begging me <laughs> oh, oh, with his eyes <laughs> i i honestly think you're thinking of her <laughs> Been basically I have, begging. I have been getting that like over the last year. Like, so when's that gonna happen? When are you gonna do that? You should, you should do that. Do that. Can you do that right now? Yeah. <laughs> right now. All right, so we need to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Life on the Swings at the podcast, live from Desire Resort and Spa. Welcome back. We're live at Desire. Right Just yesterday afternoon, we were having a conversation that we we were looking forward to a full swap, but it hadn't happened to us yet. Two couples popped out of their rooms, they put their hands in the air, and said, "Hey, we, we want to do that with you." Hey. Hello. Hello. Everybody here is fun and open and and wants to play. 
Well, and, yeah. and I think it's also the recognition. I mean, you're not the first person who has their first bikini experience here, okay? Or was nervous for it about doing that, all right? Or the first person to say, how am I going to go there? This is our first, long-time listener, first-time traveler. Uh, <laughs> um, and, oh my God, I'm going to get to whatever degree naked with a bunch of supermodels on the beat, really, you know? So I think it's, you know, we the damaged consent with we the insecure along with we the people with desires to all come together and realize that, you know, I'm not okay and you're not okay, but that's okay. Right? Um, and form this community um, to, that says, but we're all here in the same place at the same time with the same issues and the same hangups, um, looking for the same uh, things, but not the same experience, whatever, you know, that. Yeah, that was great. You know, um, and because of the community that's been built, right? You know, if you build it, they will come, right? <laughs> uh, or if you instigate it, again they will and come, again right? and again. Right? Yeah. Um, because there is the need, uh, yeah. you know, to be able to come together and, and do this and be in a place that's safe. At the end of the day, it's safe to be whomever the human you are and you want to be, um, and do the stuff or not do the stuff yeah. um, that you do or don't want to do, and try this stuff. Um, that you thought you might have wanted to try, but were always too afraid, never had the opportunity, you know, whatever. During the speed dating, it was the, your suggestion, Cooper, I think about the, you know, what's the mildest to wildest thing you were yes. thinking of? Uh, and it made I actually, do have to give credit to Monique Darling and Reed Mahalko for that. Uh, that was amazing. Yeah. But it made you actually think great. about, well, yeah. okay, we've talked about stuff before we got here, sure. but really, really, what really is that outer boundary? <clears throat> and do we get to it? I don't know, right. but we've identified it. You know, and, and, and maybe that, you know, a couple of people said as we were doing that, we can help with that, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. You know, um, the, 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 the other big term I've learned is I'm a yes to that. I am I'm a yes to yes. yes well, And it wasn't mentioned yes. during the during the, the previous podcast where in the intro thing you said, it wasn't, you know, decide what you want to or don't want to do and be ready to ask for it. But it was the, when you say yes, it has to be a fuck yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and if it's not a fuck yeah, maybe that's kind of a no. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it, it just, it's great to be able to be here in, in that kind of a setting um, that you don't mm -hmm. find, I've only ever found it in one other way of years and years ago in the real oh. world, that you can come together and we all recognize that we're forming a community of people who essentially, mm -hmm. especially for first timers, don't know each other but are willing to try um, and happy to recognize each other's faults and say, I'm not okay, you're not okay, but that's and, okay. And speaking of forming a community, like I, I want to say after, um, after our trips uh, with, with the swing set at Desire, um, we went back home and um, some friends of us who would come here and, and been with us here decide, you know what, we're gonna create a community in our homes, in our space, in our, in our communities locally. And we have, you know, Desire, our local city, right? And, and it's really about, we come together and we have fun, we play, and it's the same kind of environment um, that we get here, but we get to have it with each other um, you know, all the time, yeah. and it's it, it almost holds us over. We still really, really love coming here, and, and there's nothing like it. Right. But I encourage everyone here to go into your communities and create that kind of space. Create a space where people can be whatever they are most comfortable being. You know, as as people, as sexual beings, as whatever it is you want that you're not getting right now. Create that space for yourself and enjoy it and embrace it and that will 
enrich your life in so many ways and make things just amazing for you all the time. I have lots of sex. And you, and you have lots of sex, <laughs> it, it's, which is also great. It's Scrooge's realization. Keep desire in your heart and enjoy it all the year round. I can't believe you went there. I went to Hitler in the last podcast. One of the other hallmarks of this place, and I want to put Duncan on the spot for just a moment, like I did yesterday. On the spot! You know, everyone is so open and so willing to share their experiences, and Miko mentioned this. We started a flogging demo yesterday in our suite, which was a total pop-up event. It grew out of your toy show and tell. You know, we were kinky people, and up until then, we had been kind of quiet about it because... You know, as, uh, as Damien was saying, the swing communities and the kink communities have overlap, but, you know, in, in general tend to play a little bit differently, and we didn't want to intimidate anybody. Um, we knew we'd get to talking about it at some point, but we didn't want to intimidate anyone. So we brought a few floggers, and we brought a violet wand, a very low-powered violet wand, to the toy show and tell, and the response there was amazing. And we walked out of there going, well, well I, I guess we need to do a kink event. So what do we want to do? Champagne and yeah. flogging. Yeah, it was yeah. getting money because you brought the violin. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, so, you know, we started the event and we did, uh, we did a pretty basic demo. And uh, it, as, as we were talking and having a great discussion amongst the group and answering fantastic questions, uh, it, you know, there got to a point where uh, Duncan ended up, taken over because taking over answering a question because it was something that you know he was just naturally qualified to talk about and afterward and other people joined in and it was just a great discussion you know we had four primarily four people answering questions from different perspectives not once did we disagree with each other but we were all speaking from our own personal experience and it was it was a fantastic experience for us as well you know as well as the people who were there based on the feedback that we've been getting afterwards we were talking to duncan and he said well you know i don't know why anybody was listening to me you know i'm just some guy and you know, we were like well, that's the point you know you were sharing when you had personal experience that was valuable to the group you shared and when you did not you you know you sat you stood there and had other people share and that's why it was such a great group and that is kind of representative of everything that's been going on here, regardless of what you were talking about. You, you never really feel like an expert on a topic until someone asks you a question and you spend like a half an hour talking about <laughs> it. Yeah, like, oh yeah, and let me tell you about this part of that. And well, that applies to this situation, but in this situation, like you actually want to do these things. And so yeah, you just a little bit carried away maybe, but I, I love uh, it. I love uh, talking about the things that, that you know, turn me on and, and, and turn my partner on. and what we're into and what we're about and it's it's fantastic and it's and it's certainly true that you know if, if for anyone out there who doesn't know a lot of people in the kink community if you think that swingers talk constantly about swing <laughs> kinky people talk so much about kink and, and we, we joked we joked at the end of the uh, crossfit and roller derby that, <laughs> Or a kinky, a kinky vegan who does CrossFit. They would just, they would not know what to talk about. They just be trying to figure out. Or paleo. Oh yeah, paleo. I forgot about paleo. So it was, it was really great. And and we have to give Ginger the shout out for knowing at exactly the right moment to end the session when we'd sort of gotten the, the best amount of information, but people were starting to get a little overwhelmed for those of us who are new and. You know, you then can break it up and do more individualized conversations, and it was it was really a great small session. Group. Small group, yeah, in the small group, exactly. And I think that the best, one of the best parts of doing that for um, for people who aren't aware of the kink scene or haven't ever seen a scene or or don't know a lot of kinky people is how approachable it was. In part because 
the attitude was like, I'm just a regular guy, but here's the stuff I like. It's mm. not, I think it's very intimidating, as I'm sure it is for people who don't do lifestyle stuff. In their heads, probably anyone who's non-monogamous is either a rock star, a supermodel, or extremely fucked up in the head. <laughs> and when you meet people who do this, and they're just like, Joe Blow from down the street, yeah. I Whoa. just happen to like this. Joe Blow. Huh? I mean, yeah. <laughs> in some case, It makes it a lot more approachable, it makes it a lot less scary, and it's fascinating stuff. I think it's just talking about sex is always going to be the funnest thing in the world to me. And talking about sex that I've never even thought about is even cooler. It's like opening up a whole new world. It's a reminder that we're all educators because yep. our stories are educating other people. Not necessarily yeah. specifically because of facts because not everybody has gone to school to know anything specific. It's the, the school of knowledge of their journey and their life and sometimes what's learned is you like the same thing I like and I didn't know that and it could be something common and it could be something rare <laughs> but if we keep our stories to ourselves which is what the rest of the world vanilla world wants us to do um, there are people sitting at home who don't want to express themselves because they think there's something weird about me because I do I want this one thing mm -hmm. by coming to something like this or any event out a munch at this or whatever you know and 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 the people that are here they're like mm -hmm. I don't know if I should talk to anybody like, like I talked to Duncan about that he's like I can't believe people were listening to me and I'm like <laughs> you are a valid educator you are doing more in your life than the person who has never picked up a flogger. That is valid education right there. You know, you are definitely someone who is to be listened to. And we need to go out and tell our stories. And, and I feel like you say like the vanilla world, and I, and I kind of laugh a little bit because when we, we talk about the vanilla world, I think about like, well, no, really like every, like a, a lot of times I'll meet people and I'll find out like after meeting, like, oh, they're really into this or really into that. And I think that like, kink and non-monogamy and swinging and all of these things that we do actually are really really common and right. if you and if you can get just just get people to to just come out of their shells a little bit they'll talk about it and they'll, they'll want to tell you about yeah. it if you can only see what you is doing with his hands yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you can only cut the, the balls a little bit if we were allowed to be as free in our discussion as we are here now yeah. at starbucks right. at the, you know hanging out at a friend's barbecue <laughs> or waiting online at the bank i've started to assume that mm -hmm. most people are like swingers or kinky. And I, I now have started just operating like, hey, like, are you down? Because like, you're hot. Like, Let's we, slow down. We would love to fuck you guys. And like, sometimes that actually works. Well, yes, it does help to be yeah, in the San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but, yeah. but yeah. a little bit of a, well, yes. a, bit of a societal yeah. bubble. I just yeah. would like to. So you all need to move there as well. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just like to, to say that um, Angelica and I are not into BDSM in any way, primarily because Angelica is triggered by displays of inflicted pain. Um, it triggers a very strong negative emotional reaction in her, yet we are very much into um, fetish. We love fashion, we love costume, we love mm -hmm. cosplay, we love all that stuff, and yeah, we feel completely at home going to kink events because there's a very strong awareness that not everyone is into everything, and that if we don't enter the dungeon, then we are perfectly safe. That's not something we often feel at vanilla swinger uh, events, where 
people are often likely to drop into flogging or spanking at, 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 at whim in the middle of a public space. So we are champion the cross-pollination between the, the BDSM and the swinger communities because the education that the BDSM community can bring to the swing community about negotiated consent, about mm -hmm. boundaries, about exploring limits, about all that stuff is really, really valuable. And to see that here is just great. And to see your outfits here is also great. You guys yeah. have the best yes. Or, or lack of outfits, lack of yeah. as the case may be. Shame yeah. on the hot tub. <laughs> well, you know, I had to do carry-on drive uh, coming here because, like I said, Ronan's in Atlanta, so I flew from Chicago to Atlanta and had to change planes. And if I had gone to baggage claim, I would have missed coming here. But it was really disappointing every night to see everybody's amazing outfits and know I tried desperately to fit that stuff in my carry-on and I well, couldn't. We, oh, we, have, we have extra stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 All you have to you do is put the, uh, put the request the out request this is, it's, uh, it's kind of This is kind of like the swing version of Burning Man. Like there's people are costumes and props. Because I don't think it's a fashion fan. No. So you don't have to worry about duplicating because well, it's the same outfit. Right. Like, so I will ask, did anybody who has not gotten a chance to speak would like to talk? Please, please take this and hold it right about here. You're really far away from the microphone. Yeah. One thing that we, we come from a society of non-acceptance. Um, we would not be accepted, we'd be ostracized in our society, including our children, including possibly our employment. It would, it would be bad if people found out that we were oh, dirty swingers, you know. So when you, we come to Desire, we go down to where we go to swing, we don't swing at home. We, it's like, wow, <sighs> you know, wow, these are... I'm accepted here, and it's and I'm okay here, and I don't have to worry here, and it's it's pretty cool. It's this, and don't you guys all you kind of look around, and you're like, God, I know all these people, yeah. I know you, yeah. you know, uh -huh. it's pretty cool. It's, I see you, you know, and we don't have, yeah, I see you. <laughs> How nerdy can we be? <laughs> I see you, <laughs> but yeah, we don't have that. So when we yeah. come here, it's pretty special. It's pretty neat. So. I would just like to add, this place has been such a gift to be able to to express and to learn and to grow and to just be. And I just want to say thank you to Cooper and Ophelia and Ginger and Prof. It's just, and everyone here, it's just been wonderful. Send it that way. You can send it down there. <laughs> They lost its tip. It's hot. It's hot. It needs protection. <laughs> hey, kind of one of the things that for us is so important about coming here is it gives us a chance to reconnect as a couple that we don't get at home. That we come here, the cell phones get locked in the safe on the first day. <laughs> the email gets checked eh, once a day, maybe. <laughs> but it's a chance for us to be with each other and be present with each other and with all these wonderful people that we miss desperately the other 51 weeks a year. Oh my god, yes. That's a very good
one one thing they say when you when you first come here, whether it's your first time or your twentieth time, um, is welcome home. And and I really feel like, especially with this group, that that desire here with the swing set is home, and it's where I always want to be. I can tell you it's where I always want to be. <laughs> he wants to die here. I, I do. Live, die, everything. Drop from the sky like a fish. Right here. It's, it, you know, when you, when you get to the end of the week, I'm usually sitting at the uh, bar near the lobby, bargaining with the bartenders. So they just put me somewhere and I'll work it off and I'll just I'll just stay right here. So, you could be Cooper, is it that... Jamie was saying something about the fish dropping from the sky, so... Oh, yes! Oh, oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> so, like, is that maybe one of your signs? Well, it is a sign. Yeah, we need so, that story on the show. On, on, uh... First day. First, the, 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 the welcome night, yeah, Saturday, um, we were getting ready to uh, do a little talk to welcome everybody, and a fish fell from the sky hit the roof of the lobby and landed in the center of the courtyard. <laughs> a big fish, like I'm talking about foot, I'm, and I'm not shitting you, I have a picture, I will post it. It's it, legitimate here. Uh, one, uh, uh, a, a staff member came out with a broom and dustpan and just stared at it and stared at me and stared at it. I, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> The things of I, I, the things I have seen. <laughs> so I saw some acts I've never seen before, but I've one. never yeah. seen yeah. the fish fall from the sky. And so I, I thought it, it could be a number of things. Very ambitious bird. It's, it's an ambiguous <laughs> sign. Bird. This is it, ambitious bird. It could be God bird. saying, "I'm kind of miffed at you." Whack. <laughs> it could be God saying, "Yes, go forth." And share these fish, the fish of knowledge, with all of them. You are the fisher. This is how the Mandarin Mandarin, the word for fish and the word for to have plenty are homophones. So that's why a lot of times on Chinese New Year you have a lot of symbolism of fish, and that's why it represents plenty. Oh my God. I think they just. I, I have had, I have sucked the marrow from the bones of life. I have seized the fucking day. Carpeed the shit out of that diem. And yes, my heart is full of joy. As, as are all of ours. I hope so. Yes. Uh, so, uh, JV. Yes. How can they find you? Uh, they can find us either by searching iTunes for Ending the Sexual Dark Age, which also I'd like to say, because Shara and I have been so busy, this is our first proper vacation in 13 years since we opened our college. And it is, there could have been no finer choice. There could have been no finer choice. Same thing for Ronan and I, first time away from the kids since they were born. Yes, wow. and uh, our podcast is very dear to us, but over the course of the last couple of years, we, is, we have found it very difficult to put out material. Sure. Um, you know, very difficult to do a lot of things when you're working, I shit you not, seven days a week, sometimes 14 hours a day. You can barely find time to sleep, but you know, you're, you're building something, and now it is time to reap some of the rewards of what we have built. 
Um, so while there have not been a whole lot of episodes released recently, we have rebooted ourselves on this trip in our lives and our podcast. So this will be the next of returning to regular episodes. So people will be able to find us as they always have on iTunes by searching Ending the Sexual Dark Age or at sexualdarkage.com. Shara and I can be found at, at sharabono at gmail.com and jvaltheros at gmail.com. I am J, at jvaltheros on Twitter. We're on Facebook and we do respond and we love getting audience questions because we are getting back to it. There will be more guests. There will be more of everything because there has been enough of everything here to go around and we want to carry that home with Yes. Us. And for the swing set. Yes, yes, yes. And for the swing set, you can find us at lifeontheswingset.com. We have uh, articles, toy reviews, podcasts, all sorts of shenanigans. Uh, you can find out about this trip at lifeontheswingset.com slash desire. Uh, it's already updated for 2015, so we are ready to be back here already. Uh, you can find me at Swing Set Life. Uh, this is at Technogasia sitting next to me right here. And come see us. Come hang out with us on the Swing Set because it's awesome. <laughs> and this is why we do it because I get to sit and look at all these sexy, sexy people in front of me who are all enjoying themselves thoroughly. <laughs> and that's what it's all about. <laughs> and I won't go back to a grown-up life where I can't enjoy myself thoroughly. And in case no one got the implication out there on the internet, you would be doing yourself a favor. You may want to, well, by the time this gets published, there will be no more posts. Go to Twitter, yeah. search hashtag SS Desire, all tweets, and sit down with a drink and read that. <laughs>